0: But what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. This is our last podcast for the year. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that 2018 is gone, it's done, but hey, I got to say I'm pretty thankful for that. I'm looking forward to 2019. So today we are going to be talking about your fridge. Yep, you heard me right, your refrigerator. Now some of you may argue that you can't possibly apply feng shui to your fridge, and to that I say, oh yes we can. Why? Well, it's more about the energy around what your fridge represents. It's not only the chi within and around it, but it's the chi that you bring to it. So I like to think of this as feng shui fridge detox. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about that. But really quick, uh, before we dive in, guess what we have? We've got housekeeping. Uh, Number one, if you are not yet a member of Elevate, be sure to head on over to the website courses.gatesinteriordesign to check it out and learn more. Essentially, it is a spiritual healing circle for you to be heard you know, cultivate your chi and elevate. We want all of you to elevate to your highest potential. One of the things that we hear again and again from the podcast, we get so many emails from you folks, which we love, um, just about how you found a podcast and it changed your life. Or we just got one the other day that um, the gentleman said that he was just looking for comfort. That just gives me the warm and fuzzies. I, I love that. So Elevate is just all about kind of extending that and taking it to the next level to really help you learn how to cultivate your chi. Um, You know, this whole human condition that we have, it's very easy to get caught up in all of the mundane. We are spiritual creatures having a human experience, not a human having a spiritual experience. So I encourage you to go over to the website, check it out. We have a private Facebook group that's really kicking ass and taking names and we love it. So um, we'll be doing monthly interactions, Amy Ray and I, along with uh, just some spectacular learning tips and tools about energy, feng shui, and any other woo stuff we can throw in there. Uh, Number two... Many of you missed the opportunity to sign up for the online course, Mastering Feng Shui with Confidence, that I put out this last fall. So if you're interested in learning more about Feng Shui, you know, maybe you're curious about it, want to learn more about it for yourself, be sure to get on the wait list. It's on the website, gatesinteriordesign.com. If you get on there, you'll get access to special discounts and bonuses, and we also open up enrollment to those in the wait list first. We're probably going to be doing enrollment sometime in February because we're planning on launching the course probably mid, I'm thinking mid-March, maybe beginning of April. But those that are on the wait list will uh, get the opportunity to get in the course first. And I don't, um, I try to keep the course around uh, 15 to 20 students or less. That way I can make sure that each and every one of you get your questions answered and that sort of thing. And finally, I am so excited! We have our first retreat booked. Uh, we're going to be having it in Mooresville, North Carolina, on Lake Norman at this amazing, beautiful house. Um, there's only ten spots, so the retreat is all inclusive. You just have to get your butt there. So it's going to include fun stuff like paddleboarding and boating, feng shui, reiki, knitting uh, crystals, essential oils, meditation, decorating, so that you can get your design energy aligned. And it's just really going to be like this kick ass week of spiritual guidance and spiritual fun. So if you're interested in learning more about that or to get on, uh, the list for that, you can email Deborah at let's chat at the All right. So that was a lot of housekeeping. I get it. My business coach Kendrick tells me all the time (laughs) that I shouldn't inundate y'all with so much information. She'll listen to one of these shows and she'll say, Amanda, honey, I'm so overwhelmed and you haven't even started the show. You need to only give me one or two things. I get it, but the thing is is that our audience is growing exponentially, and most of y'all all all listen to the podcast, and so I just want to make sure that the information gets out because as we're growing, we're getting more and more excited, and we're getting more things on the roster, Um, so just want to make sure that y'all know about what the heck is going on over here. All right, so now that we have all that out of the way, let's get started. Are you ready? Hell yeah, let's do this. All right, so here's the thing. In feng shui, food is associated with health and well-being, right? Healthy chi is what we're trying to get here. That's the goal. So think about it. When we're prosperous, when we're doing well, that means that we can afford good quality food, right? If our income is limited, however, then that usually means that our food choices can be limited too, and that means that our health is going to suffer. But here's the problem. Our food system is broken, and so we may not always make the best choices simply because we can afford it. A lot of people just decide to buy more poor quality food because they can afford it, and plus it makes them feel good. Quite the paradox. And even though you know you shouldn't eat the cheeseburger, the cake, cookies, second helpings, many have low willpower because of their desire to feel good even if it's for a fleeting moment. Hey, I get it. It's hard to turn down a delicious piece of chocolate cake. I've been there. But I also think that a lot of people are eating out of other external things, anxieties, fears, things that are going on externally. So here's the takeaway. If the chi you consume isn't healthy and vital, neither are you. So unfortunately, Cheetos don't have any vital chi not like an orange wood or something. So that's the point here. Another issue I see a lot is that many people eat most of their foods from the pantry as opposed to their fridge. So why does that matter? Well, that means that you're consuming more additives, preservatives, chemicals, and toxins, right? Especially if it's not organic. And not that eating additives and preservatives and things like that is better if it's an organic product. They've proven that even the organic stuff still has crap in it, but it's not nearly as bad. So that's where your fridge comes in. Keeping fresh fruits and veggies and maybe a little bit of meats and some perishable items brings you healthier chi because these items have vital energy. They have vital chi. If you listened to Podcast 25 last year with Rachel Cannon, she actually talks about a conversation that she and I had where I brought up this idea of the importance of the fridge and the products of your fridge are the product of your health. And Rachel talks about how she went to her fridge and saw old leftovers, half empty soda cans, and spoiled milk. Ack! <laughs> that is not good chi. So the first step in achieving true health and well-being is really treating your fridge like the sacred altar that it is. So as you're digesting this information, I'm sure you're sitting there going, great, Amanda, but why the hell does this matter? I want all of you to look at food differently. I mean, I really want you to look at food differently. It's not just stuff that you shove in your mouth to delight your taste buds. It's not just stuff you shove in your mouth to delight your taste buds and fulfill your stomach. This is about establishing love and respect for you, your food, and honoring where it came from and what it does for your soul this very element is the reason why I had Jonas Ketterly on the show last year podcast number 30 because it wasn't just about the cacao it was literally the entire process that he was honoring the people that harvested the cacao how it was being basically harvested how it was being spoken to and treated and literally love went into the entire process Same thing with podcast number 34 with Brittany Nickerson. She's an herbalist and she talks about the beauty and process of really honoring and listening to the food as you're prepping it, chopping it, you know, getting, basically driving that love into it as you're prepping a meal and putting it together because that's what you distribute not only to your body but to your family, the entire process. Same thing with podcast number 34 with Brittany Nickerson. She's an herbalist and she talks about the beauty and process of really honoring and listening to the food as you're prepping it, chopping it, you know, getting, basically driving that love into it as you're prepping a meal and putting it together because that's what you distribute not only to your body, but to your family. That's why this matters. Also, I just want to say, I know that one of the reasons this was very intentional that I'm putting this show up right now. The reason that I'm putting this show up is that I know that many of you are going into the new year with the number one resolution, right? I'm gonna get healthy, I'm gonna lose weight, I'm gonna get fit, start working out, right? So, because I know that many of you are heading into the new year with this goal, you wanna lose weight, you wanna get more fit, I'm going to teach you how to see and experience your food differently because food and your health are sacred. This is not only about how you nourish yourself, but this is how you give love to your family and to you. We tend to think that getting healthy means sacrifice, right? When it's quite literally the opposite. Rather than this being just something else that you have to do or loathe, You're going to walk away with tangible tips today to turn it into a sacred practice of love and enjoyment. I really want you to look at this differently. I recently had an experience at my yoga studio with my instructor Robbie. She owns the yoga studio and she had us all do a fantastic exercise during Halloween that just was brilliant. This is exactly what I'm talking about today. So what happened is we came in for our yoga practice that morning. It was Halloween and she put a piece of chocolate on each one of our mats. Now she was very very clear that we were not to open that wrapper. We were not to touch it. We weren't even it was like we were supposed to pretend that that piece of chocolate was not there. At the end of practice we did a quick meditation of about 10 minutes. And then she said, now I want you to pick up the wrapper and I want you to look at the wrapper. Look at the piece of chocolate. Feel the, the tactileness in your hands. Listen to the, the wrapper, how it sounds as it crinkles. So she really made it like a, a tactile experience. Then she asked us to just gently tear the wrapper, but not all the way just a little bit and then smell the chocolate then she had us open it all the way and put the piece of chocolate in between our hands and look at it we looked at it from each side we smelled it again then she had us take just the tip of our tongue and put it on this piece of chocolate and then she said now smell it again feel it in between your fingers in a deep breath. Now just take a small little bite of that chocolate and allow it to swirl around in your mouth and really taste it. Now let me tell you, by this point my mouth was watering because of this tactile experience. All five senses were fired up. It was by far the most delightful piece of chocolate I've ever had and I eat pretty mindfully, but what a great practice. And that's what today's show is about. We're going to take that concept and put it into our fridge. All right. So this is actually a concept that I wrote about on the blog, I don't know, five or six years ago. Uh, I've also put it in my book that um, is originally called Detoxing Clutter with Feng Shui. Um, We've actually been trying to not self-published the book. We've been trying to get the book out there and uh publishers keep saying that it's just too far out there, which blows my mind, but you know, we're talking about energy here, so I get it. So, um this is actually the uh chapter that is on it's chapter 4, it's the kitchen. And I actually go into detail about how we look at our fridge differently. And so I'm going to share this with you today. Um, we're going to talk about the refrigerator, uh why it matters, you know, why we do this, and then just some fantastic tips on how to look at this differently. So I think you're going to really enjoy this. So when we're looking at the refrigerator, we have to remember that it is directly related to our well-being and it's integral. It's integral to our health it's integral to nourishment, right? It's literally harboring the food that we are going to ingest. So a healthy fridge is one that is not only filled with good wholesome quality food, but it's one that is stocked and cleaned often. We want that movement, right? We wanna be moving things around. We wanna be honoring it. We wanna keep it clean. We don't want old, stale, sticky, gross stuff stuck to the shelves. We don't want old, crusty pieces of broccoli in the back. We want to keep this clean and keep that cheese circulating. Remember, this represents your health and well-being. We do not want a fridge that's filled with all this junk food either. You know, like I said earlier, a lot of times people are constantly eating primarily from their pantry as opposed to their fridge. So if you are using your fridge often, we don't want it filled with junk food because that can slow your chi down. It doesn't have the same vibration. And that can have negative effects on you, your health, and your family. Everybody that's consuming and ingesting that food is going to be affected. This also creates the perfect yin and yang, because you're bringing your space, your food, your refrigerator, the energy in and around and what you're bringing to it, basically, you're bringing that into balance. So keeping the chi vibrant and thriving is the key to getting good feng shui. It's the key to getting good energy. And this matters. If you are a student of mine, if you have taken Mastering Feng Shui with Confidence, if you've worked with me personally, if you have taken any of my classes, I can, see, I, can, I can see my students now as they're listening to this. They're probably rolling their eyes. But what I pound in my students again and again and again, you have to cultivate your chi. You have to cultivate your chi. And so what that means is we have to care for our chi. In order for ourselves to be healthy and vibrant, we have to cultivate our chi. So this is a great way to start. In order to cultivate our chi, we have to cultivate our refrigerator. We have to take care of it. We don't want that crusty piece of broccoli in the back. So unfortunately, as I said with Rachel's fridge, it's normally not treated well. (laughs) It's typically treated like the food junk drawer, right? It's stuffed full of preservatives, chemicals, sugars, additives, gross leftovers, That most people have no idea what they are, but they're moldy and so they don't want to touch them. I cannot tell you how many people's fridges I've gone into and like jams and jellies and old leftovers are in there. And they are so gross, so gross, (laughs) but they don't want to deal with them. So they just leave them in there. That's like the worst thing that you can do for your health and vitality. So essentially what this does is it just creates a cold box, right? It's just this cold box filled with unintentional decisions. That's all it is. It, it's just your indecisiveness of, ah, I don't want to deal with that. So what we want instead is a healthy, organized fridge because it's better chi, it's better energy, and plus it saves you money because you're producing less waste and you know what the hell is in your refrigerator, Right. That's another thing. Everybody stuffs their fridge full of, you know, more stuff and stuff and putting stuff in the back and stuff on the the doors and stuff in the drawers. And it's like most people don't even know what's in there. And so they buy more stuff and put stuff in there and it just becomes stuff. So we want it to be a very intentional practice. It needs to be healthy. It needs to be organized. And I don't want you buying more stuff just because you think you don't have it because a lot of times you do you just don't realize it because you're not digging through your fridge so a healthy fridge what's really important about this is that it makes you feel good inside right it's like when you clean out that room it just feels good because everything's organized and you know what's in there and it looks pretty and it's a great experience so we want you to feel good inside and out and the thing is is that when your fridge is like this, it inspires you to make better food decisions. It also restores your relationship with food. If you go to a refrigerator that's full of crap and it's disgusting, what are you going to do when you open it? Rachel said this on the show when she was talking about her fridge. She opened it up and was just like, really? Is that what you want to feel? not only about food that you're putting in your body, but every single time you walk to your fridge, I'm sorry, but you're distributing and depositing bad chi. Every time you go to your fridge, that's not good energy. So on the flip side, when you really enjoy your food, right, when you really enjoy it, you get rid of anything that no longer serves you. You're getting rid of the chemicals. You're getting rid of the additives and instead replace it with food that nourishes you, nourishes your family, makes you feel good. Feels awesome when you walk up to it because you open that sucker up and you're like, man, my refrigerator's beautiful. It's so awesome. And then you savor and enjoy the process rather than looking at it with just despair and disgust so the idea is that we really want you to be elevated because that's what's going to create more abundance in you it's going to elevate your chi and it's going to affect everyone in the household positively and get your kids involved you know it's so great to get your kids involved in eating right and feeling good because when you start to feel good it changes everything it's like a ripple effect right so we really want this to be a sacred practice. We really want it to be a family affair too. get everyone involved and make it a regular practice to clean the fridge often, keep it organized and treat it like a sacred space. Because this is an area just like your bed, just like your front door. This is an area that most of us are using often. If you're not using it often, the point of this podcast is to get you to use it more often so that you really feel good about your food choices. So step one, my favorite question, Amanda, why the hell does this matter? I think we've pretty much covered why we want to do this, but we want to do this for these next five reasons. If your fridge is cluttered and disheveled, your health, trust me, your health is going to take a toll. Because energetically, like I was just talking about, every time you walk up to that refrigerator, you're walking into that deposit of energy of, "Ah, this is so gross. There's nothing to eat. I have nothing. Everything's old. It's gross. Look at these gross leftovers. You know, it's just that feeling. So that's not good energy. And most people who have disorganized chaos in their fridge have cluttered relationships with food. So that's another reason why we want to keep it clear the fridge exterior. This is so important. Is your fridge exterior cluttered? How is it, you know, maintained? Are you keeping it clean? How about the handles? I mean, that's what everybody's touching. Are you keeping that clean? Is it filled with inspiring notes of love? Because you need to remember that this is your personal health altar. Again, if you're one of my students, if you've taken my course or if you've worked with me or taken a class with me, I talk about the importance of altars where we place crystals and Buddhas and things like that. But your refrigerator is your personal health altar. So how does your altar look? How are you treating your altar? Because it's a direct reflection of how you are treating yourself. So make it inspiring and happy. Charge your fridge with good chi and give it good life force. This is so important because if you're walking over to it with that, you know, <sighs> kind of feeling, that's not a good altar. And that means that you're not honoring your own health and well-being or that of your families. So I see this a lot where people will be wanting to get fit or get healthy and you know they'll put pictures up that are just not reasonable you know or maybe it's the the picture of what they were when they were 20 and now they're 45 or 50 and it's like be realistic put something up there that's not going to make you feel terrible every time you see it put stuff up on the exterior of your fridge that when you walk up to it it lights your ass up You want good stuff on there. Treat it accordingly. The fridge interior. Store your food in pretty containers. You know, make it as inviting and pretty as you can. Because listen, when you do this, it's going to elevate your mood. This is going to help things not only stay organized, but it gives your fridge good Energy. It gives your food good energy. It's just good energy all around. When you care for your food, it cares for you. It's it's the first part of the process, right? Like you don't really know what's happened, how the food was grown. You might, you may know your farmer, but the thing is, is that from here on out, that food is in your care. You're the one caring for it. So treat it accordingly. Give it a beautiful home. Let it be in beautiful containers because it's going to make you happy and light you up, label it, you know, whatever makes you happy, you know. And then that way when you go to chop it, prep it, cook it, whatever it is that you're going to do, you're just continuing to drive the love in it. I guarantee you, without a shadow of a doubt, this makes a difference. I have literally given recipes to people who will cook the same damn meal that I do and they will say it didn't taste the same. And I always jokingly say, well, the secret ingredient is love. And it's true. It is. It elevates the experience all the way around. So be consistent, you know, keep your containers however they are. I know that they're, you know, again, if you're a student, you've heard me talk about uh, our elemental makeup and our chi and that sort of thing. And there's going to be personalities that are hearing me talk about the word, quote unquote, organization. And I I know you're just like, (gasps) I am not an organized person that is perfectly okay just keep the fridge clean and honor it and bring to it the energy that feels good for you the most important part is that we don't want the rotten milk and the empty soda cans and the gross moldy food in there it's that simple so I always recommend you know to color code the containers that's just me I like to use you know shapes and sizes for specific foods and like for example this is so simple you can just get green containers for your veggies pretty simple right maybe red containers for meat so whatever works for you you know if you're a strong metal element you're listening to this going oh my god i'm so over this like this is great i can i can totally knock this out and then You know somebody who's an earth element is listening this going oh my god i can't possibly do this this sounds so hard i get it the most important part is just to make sure that it's clean and taken care of now i know you can do that and finally the best thing that you can do which is super simple you can just take some blue tape from the hardware store and just create zones for your refrigerator this is life-changing information, folks, right here. <laughs> you, hear, you heard it here first. Zones. Create zones in your refrigerator. What that means is that you place similar items together in zones. And the reason you want to do this is it just helps you stay organized. It helps you to know not only how to locate things, but what you're stocked up on, like what you actually have. So dairy goes in one section, meat goes in another, produce, drinks, you know, whatever the food is that you have, but create zones. It's so important that they have a home and this applies to your freezer too. If you know that all of your dairy is in one section, your veggies are all in one section, rather than it being tossed and disheveled all over the refrigerator, you know, you may have lettuce shoved into the back and you go to the store thinking, oh, I'm going to pick up some lettuce, I don't have any if you know that the zone for vegetables is empty, you don't have lettuce. So this is super simple to do. If you take away one thing, at least do this, because this is another great way to really honor your food. Okay, so you may be saying, okay, well, this is all greed, Amanda, but how the hell do I do this? So the easiest thing to do is just remove everything from your fridge. And this first part, you know, may be really overwhelming. It's kind of like the podcast that I did on the front door. You know, I'm telling you to clean the door down and wipe away all the cobwebs. and And that first initial time that you clean is always the hardest because it's probably been 10 years since you've even looked at your refrigerator this closely. So the point is, is that let's just get everything out of there. Just put everything on the counter, toss away all the junk food, all the gross leftovers, anything that's questionable, maybe the old sauces. This is always the fun part. You'll look at the sauces and the expiration dates will be like six years ago and you'll be like, huh, I had no idea that the ketchup expired, you know, so just pay attention to that kind of stuff. Um, Another thing that I recommend, it's easier to, if you just have a vacuum with a hose or maybe a handheld vacuum. Um, it's much easier to vacuum up the fridge if it has any dirt, crumbs, dried up produce, you know, gross stuff in there. You can go through and get that stuff out and then you can go behind and get rid of the, you know, sticky butters and jams and unmentionables that are stuck to the shelves that you probably have no idea. It's probably food that you had 10 years ago and it's still stuck on your fridge. So the, the, the whole point is just to get rid of all of that, clean it up to the best of your ability, And the point is, is that we really want to do a deep clean. So by getting all this stuff out, vacuuming it out and wiping it down, you can wipe the fridge down, you know, with just about anything. Like I always use vinegar. You can use alcohol, like rubbing alcohol. If you got vodka, you can use that. Um, I prefer, you know, all natural things because it's a lot more holistic Um, because you really want to create good energy. You don't want to have like soft scrub in your refrigerator because there's a lot of chemicals that are really toxic for your health. So use something that's all natural, something that's a lot more holistic because this is where you're putting your food. So the other thing that I always recommend is that most refrigerators have removable shelves. So it's super easy. You can pull those out and, you know, just put them in your sink with warm, soapy water, vinegar. And if you have a shallow sink, use the bathtub. Just do anything and everything you can to clean this out. And then when you're done and you've cleaned everything up and got all the gross sticky stuff out of there and all of the old produce that hasn't seen the light of day for 10 years, then you can start putting the shelves back in and clean up the door pocket and kind of organize your sauces. You know, if you want to get really particular, you can alphabetize everything. I don't think that's necessary. The most part is, is that we just really want to create an altar space, a sacred space for your food and really get you a lot more intentional about how you treat your food. And then the cool thing is, is that you can do this, you know, every six to eight weeks, maybe every nine weeks, if you're not, you know, you go through this process and you're like, oh my God, this was so hard. If you maintain it, it won't be because you won't have to go through this much effort. You can do just a slight cleanup, you know, every several weeks. And then this way, if you organize it in this way, again, if it's just too much, at least try the zones because that's going to really make your shopping trips a lot easier. It's gonna help you identify what you need, what you don't need. So you're gonna save time, you're gonna save money, and you're gonna be a lot more, You'll trust me, you'll notice a difference when you approach your fridge. Not only how you place things in there, but when you approach your fridge, it's gonna feel different. You're going to start broadcasting a different kind of chi when you treat your refrigerator in this way. It really creates positive life force for you and your food. So I really think that this is important going into the new year. I want each and every one of you that are listening to this today to take action about treating this as your personal health altar. I want you to get it clean. I want you to make better food choices. I want you to be more conscientious of the food that you place in your refrigerator. You know if you can where did that food come from do you know the farmer the the grocery store that you're getting it from does it maybe mention it try to understand the process of of how this food has been treated and then when you place it in your personal health altar you know give it the love and care and kindness that it deserves because it too is a vital object that has chi just like you so i think if you approach your refrigerator in this way you'll look at food A lot differently. You'll treat it differently. And the thing is, is you've heard me talk about on the show before that when you are chopping, prepping, cooking, putting together a meal, whether this is just for yourself or your entire family, the importance of the energy that you drive through it. So as you're doing this and prepping a meal, you know, if you're listening to music, maybe you're singing to it, maybe you're chanting to it, whatever it is, Raise the vibration by your mood. You know, I always tell people if you are in a bad mood, you've had a bad day, do not go and cook your food because you're driving that energy into it. Make it a sacred process. And by cleaning out your fridge, setting it up and organizing it, treating it as that altar, you start the process of treating the entire thing like a ceremony. Treating this entire process of getting the food what you're going to consume, how you're going to prep it and cook it and feed it to yourself or to your family. The whole process, the whole energy process matters. All right, so to recap, the most important thing is just to really pay attention to one, are you completely eating out of the pantry and the pantry only with, I don't know, maybe occasionally going over and visiting the fridge? Number two, what types of things are in your fridge? Have you even looked in there lately? Do you know <laughs> what's in there? Make sure you clean it out. It's, the, it's really important that we get this refrigerator cleaned out and we start treating it completely differently. We want it to be filled with really good, wholesome things, healthy things, vital things that are gonna really take care of you and take care of your family. You have to remember that food is associated with your health and your well-being. And food and your stove are associated with your wealth, your prosperity. So if you're not really intrinsically looking at this whole process from the inside out, there's going to be a kink in the matrix. There's going to be a kink in how things show up for you. So we want to make sure that you are consuming good quality food, that you're making good choices, and that your health is not suffering because you're eating primarily out of the, you know, the pantry and you're not treating your personal health altar with love and kindness because it's a direct reflection of you. So we want to do this. We, we want to make sure that your refrigerator is not disheveled and cluttered. We want to treat it as that altar and pay attention to not all the interior and how clean it is and how organized it is, but the external. How does the exterior of your refrigerator look? Every time you walk up to it, it should bring you joy. It should have good positive notes on it, photos that are realistic, maybe photos that bring you joy, anything that really elevates your mood. That's the only thing that is allowed on that refrigerator. Be consistent with how you set it up, you know, create those zones so that it's easier for you to stay on top of what you have, what you don't have. That way you're not going to the grocery store and buying more things that you don't need, maybe things that you don't want. So pay attention to that. And then just simply going back through, you can listen through the podcast of the top five steps of just how to do it as far as getting the refrigerator decluttered, vacuuming it out, doing a deep clean, getting it set up with those zones, and then just maintaining it. You know, get in there every several weeks and just maintain it, wipe it down and keep it organized. I guarantee you that if you do this and you treat it in this way, it's going to change how you see your health. It's going to change how you treat your food and the foods that you consume. I think too often, I've said this before, we look to those external things. And so we think, oh, well, I have to sacrifice and I have to stop eating. And, you know, I've got to do all of these external things. I need to go to the gym. But the thing is, is that if we start on the internal and work our way out, it changes everything. And that's essentially what we're doing. So yes, go and sign up for the gym or yoga, do those things. But let's also look at how you're treating your food. Let's also look at how you're preparing your food, caring for your food, literally the whole process so that it changes the dynamic. All right, everyone, I hope that you have enjoyed this show today. I'd love to hear back from you. Uh, you know, whenever I do these many topics, we always get really fantastic emails about how it has changed your life. We got so many from the front door from a couple of weeks ago. So we were receiving photos and emails and just elation from just really cool things, energy things that it have how it's changed people's lives and what it's done for them. So let us know how this works for you and how it changes the dynamic around food for you, how you feel around your food and send us some pictures of your personal health altar. I'd love to see them. All right. Again, if you're interested in Elevate, go over to courses.gatesinteriordesign.com. To learn more if you are interested in learning more about feng shui be sure to get on the wait list for mastering feng shui with confidence we will be um, opening enrollment to those on the wait list as soon as february so they get first access to it so if that's something that you're interested in i know a lot of you have been emailing us about that Um, Because you missed the opportunity last fall. So be sure to get on that so that you get the notifications. And I hope that all of you have a fantastic new year and a fantastic holiday for the rest of this year for a fantastic new 2019. I'm excited about 2019, I think it's gonna be really good. So, again, if you like the show, be sure to head on over to iTunes and give us a review let iTunes know that we're kicking ass and taking names and that you appreciate us. We like it. It's pretty fun listening to your comments and how much you love the show. And if you want more information about me, what I do, floor plan readings, anything like that, you can head on over to the website gatesinteriordesign.com. All right, everyone. I hope you have a fantastic day and hey, trust the vibe because the energy, well, it never lies.